Welcome back, everyone. This is Damien, and um, and we're having a little chat with Adam Wakeman here. Hi there. Uh, we, we were chatting about, um, you know, sort of backstage and all that kind of thing, and 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 preparing for um, uh, performances, you know, which is important because also with all musicians we all get a little bit weird sometimes Absolutely. Um, with preparation yep. because, and we're perfectly aware that our um, routine may be a little bit odd, but still that's our routine and that's what we've set up for ourselves because. You know, the best thing you can do is be like Jimmy Reed and turn up and the only preparation you need is a bottle of uh, scotch and that's it. <laughs> that's the best preparation you can possibly have. <clears throat> Unfortunately, mine includes going for a run, you know, vocal warm-ups, you know, sort of uh, um, uh, having some time on my own so I can just focus, you know. And one of the strange things is the dressing room because your story about kissing... Um, I didn't kiss her. I hugged her <laughs> very briefly once the babysitter. That was it. So it wasn't a kiss. It was a hug. Oh, well, the, uh, the <laughs> it was definitely a, a hug. And was, she would, she would, she would agree with you. That she wouldn't. I say, don't Did know. you try to kiss she, her? She blocked my number, and we haven't been able to book her <laughs> since. So, well, anyway, I, I kind of, um, I I'm not, I have a situation also once that we had backstage. One of the things that I always. Um, Try to do before I go on stage is have some time to myself and yeah. and perhaps um, go for a walk even. And if there's you can't go for a walk anyway, you've got your dressing room. So like at a festival or something, you're kind of stuck in a in a, a dressing room. Sometimes sharing with other people. Yeah, sometimes. And they and I find it very hard because I can't. I've got a funny thing. My I've, my head, my head, my existence, my ego, where I am. You know, I've, there's, there's there's at least two up there. At know? least. At least two. And one is a small child, okay, who needs lots of stimulation, lots of attention, and lots of distraction. Mm -hmm. And the other one is very sensible and needs lots of organisation and doesn't need that other distraction. Just out of curiosity, what percentage of each of these characters within your head do you think they... What what percentage do they carry? And I'll tell you what I think. I think I'd probably agree with you on that one. Um, the child has about eighty percent, perhaps even just 90. eighty. <laughs> but the trouble is, you see, every now and again, <laughs> you see, the nice thing about it is, is the adult in my head. Okay, mm-hmm. he has found a way of of distracting the child in my head, um, and I I basically, if I want to do anything in life, I've got to distract that child. Um, now, when it comes, if I'm packing a bag for tour, um, music is enough to distract the child. So I put music on and I can concentrate on what I need to concentrate on. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. So you're, cool, you're sort of borderline schizophrenic, aren't you? No, I don't think so. Not even borderline. <laughs> <laughs> you're just schizophrenic. I mean, I, you know, I've got a brother who's a psychiatrist. I'm sure he could, he could inform you all my, uh, all my psych. You know, psychiatric issues, um, <laughs> but no, I I don't know. The funny thing is also is um, is that thing of realizing that um, um, you know that thing where they say you know if you're if you think you're mad you're not mad. Yes. Thing. Well, I thought I was mad for years and years and years and years and years, and then I suddenly realized I'm not mad. It's everyone else. Yeah. Have yeah. you noticed that too? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally anyway. agree. Anyway, back to packing a bag. You've so distracted bag. So the child. I've got this small child in yeah. my head anyway. So um, there's a lot. Of, and I think going on stage is a bit like that. I've got to calm myself down. I was a very excitable kid jumping up and down, wanting attention, wanting distraction. 
And um, I need just to be in a quiet space, you know. And I can't understand why, but I need it. Yeah, no, if not, it, makes, not... it makes total sense. Because after all, <clears throat> what we do for a living is kind of quite an unusual day-to-day job. And I think you do need to try and find a, a kind of moment to, to balance yourself and get yourself focused on what you're doing. It's very difficult if you're distracted. So I, I totally understand. And everybody I know that does this for a job is exactly the same. Well, Dave Grohl isn't. Dave Grohl isn't, is he? I mean, oh, Dave Grohl... Oh, yes, he is. Is because he? Because it will be at a certain point before the show, like an hour before, he'll have he'll open a, a bottle of beer or whatever and then a couple of Jägermeisters and it's a very a very ah. f- um, focused... Um, I didn't realise. No. no it's, it's, oh. it's, so everybody has... You know, has their kind of routine. Well, I, but I, was, I always thought that Dave Grohl was like, you know, there's no um, the other thing because it can seem quite deaverish if you need your own space. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember one tour that I went with lots of um, musicians, and I remember one of the other singers actually um, saying to me that I had missed something that ha- that was being prepared for stage because I wasn't in the dressing room. And the reason I wasn't in that dressing room was there was a smoking dressing room and there was a non-smoking dressing room. And I was the only one in a non-smoking dressing room. Right. <laughs> um, but he hadn't taken that into account. He just basically said, oh, you spend your time. Anyway, um, it can it can seem a bit devious if you sit in a... Um, uh, room on your own? Um, yeah, it can seem, yeah. Or if you say, you know, I mean, you know, some people who know me, they, they often do it. And, you know, they, they will give me my own little space, you know. So, I mean, one thing is warming up. You know, doing vocal warm-ups. There's nothing more annoying than vocal warm they annoy me, and I've got and to you're live doing with it. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember your dad saying, you know, he used to always comment on it. But every time I used to see your dad, you know, sort of he would he would mock me. Mm. He you always know, said though, me, it, me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dad would always say that you, you know, give give credit where it's due. He'd always say that you had, in his opinion, one of the best voices in the industry, not oh, the music was. industry. <laughs> You said the car industry, but that. Anyway. <laughs> I was actually touched there for a minute. There was a little bit of I me that see, I could see. I could see you were like, like oh, it's a little tear in me. I think. Yeah. I love your dad. I love your dad. <laughs> anyway, go back to your uh, your your story. You... No, but he was obviously, you know, sort of, uh, you know, I I know how irritating those are. Mm. Those vocal warm ups and and anyway, and I need a little space, and people don't always understand why. So. Um, the thing is, what happens often is, is you try and find space and there's no space and you find yourself in a little corridor just looking into a, into a corner of the corridor just just repeating to yourself, I am alone, I'm alone, I'm alone, whilst there's hundreds of people. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I just so, inadvertently put my finger through the diaphragm of one of uh, Adam's one speakers. One of my Focal Twin Twos. It's all right, they're not expensive. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> oh, I um, uh, Sorry, Ed, I'm sure that... It will put... Uh, don't touch it. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't no, let look at it. Turn away. Turn away. So you're in a corner of a room. You're facing the corner <laughs> of, a, of a corridor or wherever. Yeah, well, yes. I like to forget those times. So they, they were tough. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so you've, you, you, you've got this kind of... You're just trying to find space. And there was one tour that I went on. Oh, I always worry about stories because when you tell stories, I always think I'm going to get into trouble. No one's like, listening, uh, mate. No one's listening. That's the beauty of it's podcasts. It's the beauty of this. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, no, it's the beauty of... Your and my podcast. I think people listen to other people's. Do you know what they're going to do? Though? They're going to take little snippets of each word yeah. and make up 
different sentences. Well, that's fine. If somebody say. else wants to make up stories and we can't, we don't have to do it. And it'll be on better. the news, and then and then we'll trend and we'll become really viral on the news for all our little snippets, like they do with you know Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> well, we should have <laughs> a little, we should have a little chat about Donald Trump at some point. Maybe not. Are we too no, early, are we no. too early on in the? So let's yeah, finish your let's finish your story about the. Um, I mean, Donald Trump gets talked about a lot. That's the thing. Mm. Is he does get an awful lot of. There's a lot of talk on Donald Trump. Should we talk no. about who was the? Um, I, oh yeah, that's what I was going to talk to you about. We'll do that. We'll do that. Remind me, serial killers in a minute. Let's finish this story. What's, not the, to, what's the connection between Donald Trump and serial killers? Uh, it's a connection with my dad and a serial killer. What's the connection with your dad? Well, I'll tell, Trump you, and I'll, tell you, I'll tell you in the next podcast. Hey, well, I'm very intrigued. Is so, this... for, for now, let's finish your story about talking into a corner of a wall. You were in a corner of a room backstage with a band that you don't want to mention, but I'm going to mention in a minute anyway if you don't. It's got me, it's got me concerned now. I'm worried about this serial killer and your dad and their don't, connection. Don't worry Is about your dad it. connected in that kind of way? Uh, not in that particular way. No, but it's funny how music connects people, isn't it? Anyway, we're going to get next podcast. We're, talk, we're talking about serial next, killers. In the next podcast, music doesn't connect it. people with serial. That reminds oh, me. Oh, that's how you're. Like, that's how you're very wrong, my friend. It well, certainly it does, does. I mean, that's how I mean, it reminds me when I used to I used to busk in the in the tubes in London, and uh, and all my buddies were, um, uh, you know, pickpockets and, uh, you know. Oh, you sound like you're from the bloody Victorian ages. <laughs> <laughs> One of them called Oliver. Oliver Twist over here. <laughs> No, but it's funny. But you know, the pickpockets used to come up. They go, oh, "We're the same business, aren't we?" It's like, mm. <laughs> I think people voluntarily give me money. <laughs> We're well, in perhaps the same. he was just pickpocketing me, and then like it was like. Did a, they actually say that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's quite, it quite tricky. Talking of pickpockets, right? We were in um, we were in Rio on this tour recently with Ozzy, and uh, we were there about three months before. Uh, sorry, three years before. And our assistant tour manager, Patrick, who uh, uh, is a fantastic bloke, was out. He had to walk to um, the crew hotel and pick up some things and bring them back to our hotel. And um, actually, I think he had a security meeting or something, but he's, he kind of looks after the security as well. So he walked over there and he said the, these, these three or four girls kind of just brushed past him. And he was kind of conscious that he sort of, you know, he had his bag with him, that it wasn't, you know, it was nighttime. It was like, midnight one o'clock in the morning um and with about within about 10 seconds he realized they'd stolen his wallet Ooh, yeah. and as he turned around the girl ran back up and she <clears> said oh you dropped your wallet um and he said uh right okay and she said oh you, you can have it back and he said and he had some cash in his pocket so he gave her 20 dollars to basically buy his wallet back yeah so he looked in his wallet all the money was still there and the credit cards were still there so he was like oh Okay, so he bought the wallet back off this girl, and he thought, well, maybe I did drop it, you know, maybe, you know. By the time he got back to the hotel, they'd spent $6,500 on the credit cards. They basically photographed the cards in the back with the, the, the what's it, number on the back. They then send that off to somebody else, and then they go online and spend all the money. Wow. So it was, and they continued to spend the money. They then had places around South America that still used, like, the slidey, you know, credit card wow. machines or places that wouldn't... You know that it would take a while for the transactions to go through. He wow. said it went on forever. He said it was like literally ten seconds. They had it away. So pickpockets. That's basically what you do when you're busking. Wow, I did that. Yeah. 
Sorry. Different times. You're, you're, different different, you're looking <laughs> at was, the corner that was, of the room. That was in the Victorian times. So. <laughs> <laughs> in my Victorian. It's all changed now. Era. Well, in the days when I used to busk, you see, when I was a, a teenager, I, um, I, you know, you needed money. You needed, and my rent was, I remember my rent was £16 um, a month. And I, you know, to find that kind of money, you know, if you needed it, you went down and um, and you bust down the Turn tube. tricks. Uh, bust down the. Yeah, <laughs> nowadays buskers have got contactless machines. Yeah, and they have to they have to register, and they. I mean, I remember when they brought in those. Um, you know, they they brought in a, a speakers. You know, to to do music. You know, down the um, down the tubes, and uh, and we, yeah, we were basically all just interviewed by all the radio stations, saying, "Oh, does it affect you?" You know. Mm. But we were all much louder than the music, and it didn't really affect us at all. Right. To be honest. So, but um, yeah, you're staring at a corner of a wall. Let's get back to this. Oh, my childhood. No, 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 no. Not the. What have not I that, done? That story. What have no. I done? You're backstage. What did I do? There's no room backstage, and you're having to try and find somewhere to have your quiet moment. So you've put me into the corner of the room. No, that's where you said you were. You were in the corner of the room to find. You, I think it was an example of somewhere where there is no space, and you go to the corner. Basically, in a corner. Uh, it's, it's try and find your own space, even yeah. if it reminds you of your traumatic childhood of being yeah. put in the corner of a room. Okay. What happened next? Well, it's, it's just a funny. I was on tour. I was on tour with this particular band, and um, <clears throat> the whole. Um, you know, you try and find space, but there's never anywhere space. And then, then you have this thing where they say, "Okay, we're going to make sure that the, the, the dressing room is free for the half an hour before the show." And everyone says, "Brilliant idea!" Yeah, every brilliant idea. Everyone says, "Brilliant idea!" Just like um, <clears throat> in the old days when they used to say about smoking on the bus. Remember the old tour bus thing? And they used yeah. to in the old days they used to they used to smoke on the bus. And um, the people would, would go, I've got to smoke in, in my bunk because if I, you know, I like to get up, you know, before, you know, first thing in the morning, have a smoke in my bunk. You know, I don't want to get up and put my slippers on and go, no, you know, to the to end of the bunk. Up. No, <clears throat> yeah. So you have to go in the bunk, you know. And in the old days, it was completely fine. And anyone who said, is it possible we could just have the sleeping area just smoke free mm. was like, you were the most inconsiderate. Yeah. How dare you. On rock and roll lighter that could yeah. ever appear and in fact they questioned even if you should be in the band because, <laughs> because you, you've questioned the smoking habits that's right because because the bass player wants to be in the bunk smoking that's his thing you know and I and you kind of understood it and I was like I oh, know but it's just really hard wake up in the morning I can't yeah. breathe as a oh, singer God. it's quite disturbing <clears throat> yeah and um, but no it was essential you had to and of course they insisted that you had to also drink at least a, a six pack of beers before you went to bed <laughs> you know, if you wanted to remain in the band that's right the it was kind of but back, but in, was, the, back, to, back in the day back. okay so they so yeah and, and, and then you know nowadays you wouldn't dream of it now you know no. oh you'd be thrown out of, you'd be thrown off a bus smoking on a bus of course yeah and trying to say look let's just keep it just to the back of the bus where the window is so they oh Anyway, can't, things can't have changed. It's full of hookers and heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's anyway. so Oh, true. I remember those atomic kitten tours. Amazing. So anyway, so you're in the room. So you're in the room. So you're in the band. You've 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 come up with this idea of everybody out for. I half didn't even hour. come up with it because I don't like to mention these things anymore. Because because you know somebody else came up with it and I just supported the idea. Mm. You know, so it's not only me. There must be other people like me too. Everyone thinks it's a brilliant idea. But the funny thing is, is of course. That half an hour, you think, well, it's, it's all a mess. You think, well, I have to have a half an hour beforehand. Just the band in the dressing room. Yeah, it's not even your own space, just the band. And night after night, family, friends, girlfriends particularly, or just 
just any girl who who might have just been walking past the venue who gets pulled in, you know. <clears throat> and you like, I just, I can't, you know, you can't, can't get any space. But, I'm, you know, I'm trying to cope with it. And there I am, you know, sort of trying to get changed, you know, sort of, you know, fully naked, you know. Mm. And you've got um, everyone's girlfriend, you know, there, which is it's fine, but it just, just feels really uncomfortable, you know. And then we got to this one date, <clears throat> and and I was you know going on stage. And I was particularly feeling quite stressful at the time, and and so there was a um, you know so I got you know sort of came out of the shower you know, and there were girlfriends and people yeah, and there were three girls who were there, and I just thought do you know what I'm just going to pretend, okay, just pretend that um, that they're not here. This is you know this is our dressing room. I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah, as you if they find it embarrassing. <clears throat> Then they can then, leave. You know, they can leave. It's yeah. their option. This is our space. We've got to prepare for stage. So I started preparing, you know, took my towel off, you know, to, 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 to me, to me, you know, all my, my drying, you know, yeah. in the, you know, my little towel, little, of course, they only give you little towels, don't they? Because you can only get stage towels. They, they, I seem to be the only Hands. one in so the you've band. Got, you've got a flannel, basically. <laughs> the only one in the band, okay, who seems to shower. <laughs> We're on a tour bus for weeks, so and I'm the only one, you know. I go for my run and I go. I shower before stage, as you know, and hopefully afterwards if you're lucky enough. And so there I am with my little flannel, and I'm, you know, I'm drying up, you know, sort of like, and then and then I turn around, and I just put this little flannel, just about managed to just get it around my waist, this little thing, and and it just kind of doesn't really hold there properly. And then these three girls come up, you know, and they they start, you know, they want to chat, and I, so I. You're I, trying to get in the at this point. This is I'm like trying to, yeah, I'm trying to get in to the show. Yeah, you, you understand that. Totally, you know, yeah. I, you know, if it's, you know I, thought, I thought, well, heck, you know, I like, you know, like yourself. You know, you're, you're I like hug, to greet people. Man. I'm a huggy man. Yeah. I like, you know, I hug with a, you know, hug and a kiss. So I put the first, you know, the first lady. I, I hugged and I kissed her, and then the second lady, you know, looking a little bit, you know. So, but I did hug and I, I kissed her, and I got to the last lady. Um, and the weird thing about the last lady is, it wasn't. A reaction from the lady herself. Um, it was more the room. And when I put my arms around this little petite lady, I realised um, it was actually a young boy. I'm <laughs> 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 there with this little, this little, 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 little thing just covering my credentials. And with my arms. Everybody else in the room probably <laughs> aghast. <laughs> <laughs> wondering why on God's clean earth would My, a semi-naked man? But the thing is, I can't see child. very well. I can't see. This is a thing. It's, it's like it's a magnet. Facial recognition is the hardest thing. I just thought. I, th- I thought this young lad was was uh, a was small was girl. a young. Well, no, I thought no, a grown girl. I thought <laughs> you know, I thought I, I thought he was a. I thought it was a. It was, you know, no, I, I you know, I, but, and and the well the. The bass player was very understanding. He said, oh, it looked like a, more of a family uncle kiss. Right. You know, which is, which is, I'm grateful for, but I can't ever remember kissing my uncle with a towel <laughs> round his waist. <laughs> I can't ever remember that. And I think I would have remembered that had yeah. that ever happened I mean, to me. You probably kissed your uncle when he had that little towel. Was it not? <laughs> was that the... My oh. uncle, I tell him, when he talked about my uncle, I had an uncle who was a... He was a folk singer. He was great. Did you? I didn't Fantastic. know that. Yeah. I didn't know you had. Um, I, had an uncle I didn't know any of your family were musicians. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. But they, they, um, 
Um, oh, God. I'm joking, obviously. Your brother, oh. obviously, is a great singer. Do you know, is he busy in January? What was he up to? He's, he's, he will drop everything for you. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. He's trying to, uh, you know. Do you know, your brothers, actually, I must say, I must say are amazingly supportive. Whenever you're playing or we're playing and we're within, you know, half a mile of the houses, they come along every every time. <laughs> Drunk on the stage. Absolutely. <laughs> Where did we play? So, uh, Training Boundaries. Training Boundaries. Oh, my. But, God. Training Boundaries. You had all of your brothers, didn't I you? Did, no, uh, all bar one. All bar one. Yeah. So, That's uh, great. Wait, which was the brother that just kept saying the punchlines of every little joke? Everything you were saying, he just come in at the end. I hope he doesn't mind me saying it, but he's he's my favourite brother. <laughs> my favourite brother, Jamie. That's right, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> but Jamie's very shy, you see. Jamie's very shy. Um, and so he, when he comes out for an event, he comes out of himself. Oh, do you know, I, I'm going to have to do something. Hang on a second. Okay. Oh, Damien, oh, Damien, now for the benefit of the uh, podcast, he's, he's getting up. Oh, he's, he's standing up because we've been doing these for a few hours now and he's just stretching his legs. He's wearing, he's wearing a beautiful Louis Vuitton suit. <laughs> it's everything I've got is your ex-stuff. Did you wear a Louis Vuitton suit? No. These, these shoes are fantastic. Now, you lent me these shoes... I did. Oh, or you gave me these. I don't know if you let. I don't know where on lend or. No, I gave. I gave them to you, mate. Um, you gave them to me. That was that's years ago, wasn't it? Amazing. And they're very good. They're oh. very good. I, and I, you know, I mean, I, you know, my, my everything I'm wearing. Thank you, Adam. Um, I do need those <laughs> underpants back, though, mate. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> well, when we get in the hot tub. So well, oh, don't get me started. Hot tub that arrived. I've been away for bloody two weeks, and then I got back in Terry, so I bought a hot tub. An inflatable hot tub, can you build a platform to it put it on? It looks pretty solid to me. Is that inflatable? It's inflatable, yeah. But it looks like it's, it's... it's. Yeah, it looks like it's never leaving. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. And it's now a, a permanent fixture. Wow, um, yeah. Yeah. Now, I've, I've, I got in it... When she got it, she filled it up with water. And it was over the weekend, and the kids were in it constantly. I got in it once. Just, that was it. It's not really my thing. Hot tub, not my thing. A cold plunge pool, yes, I'd be more into Hot tub, not so into. Norwegian Norwegian uh, <laughs> plunge pool, yes. Maybe we should get one next to it and I'll sit in that one, freezing my nuts off. And the rest of the family in there drinking champagne. Um, so I got in it you know, quickly and then I got out and that was it. That was my, my bit done. Uh, the kids and Terry were in there the whole kind of weekend. So uh, after four days, the water's looking a bit murky. Thames-like, <laughs> should yes. I say? Very good. No, you can't knock the Thames water. Mm. I bathe in it every day. Yeah, we get onto that again in a minute. But the water in there, um, she hadn't put the chlorine in or the, the, the chemicals in or, the you know, got the balance all, all right. So all the kids suddenly looked like they were from the Victorian ages. They all had this, this rash appear. So look it up online. There is a thing called hot tub rash. It's like a hot tub... Is from skanky water, basically. Really? Um, we got it sorted now. I've emptied it out, and um, and she's she's very on the case with, really? with what goes in. I mean, I've, I've is just... this just a story to put me off the hot tub? It's. Uh, I'm, I'm it, hoping. I'm hoping yeah. later on you'll be able to. If I could buy a little towel or something. Um, a little towel or something. I, I, do you know what? I'll let you. I'll let you have a go, but I will insist you shower first. But I've, I've had a wash. I was in the Thames this morning. I, that's, As that's I say, why I, was... I will insist that you have a shower first. Is the Thames really that clean? 
No. <laughs> I I do actually. I seriously do go in the Thames. Do you not feel dirtier when you get out? <clears throat> well, only when the cows are upstream. Oh, um, I know where you stay. Uh, you, I know yeah. where your boat is now. Yeah, along the. <laughs> yeah, shh, I don't. Shh, <laughs> don't. <laughs> it's outside Dave Gilmore's house. Isn't it? <laughs> That's right. No, I know the field. Yeah. The field in yeah, Oxford, you know, and yeah. all the cows mm. crap, and it all goes into the. That's into right. The water. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Lovely. Yeah. No, well, I try. I try to stay up from town. You see, so I think. Well, if I go, if I go north into the fields, which is is you know idyllic, lovely area, but mm. the, the quite a lot of there's quite a lot of geese. Now geese aren't too too bad, and swans and things. But but when the cows get in there, and, and, and the worst thing is sometimes you're washing your hair, and you look up and you can you can just see the reflection of the cow, um, relaxing on, by the river, you know, or in the river. It's it's but it's a it's a it. Yeah, sometimes you do get things in your hair, and you wonder actually, perhaps you were cleaner when you went in. But, but you know what? Somehow it's it's, it's a therapeutic, uh, uh, therapeutic procedure of uh, you know a good always a good wakener for the day. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Do you find on the boat do you wake really early because there's the, the light? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, no, you just feel alive, don't you? And I do love it. I really do love it. And there's some there's a and you know it's funny old Dave Gilmore you're talking about his old place I used to be just down from him in fact well I can be right by him you know mm. you can't stop though I think if you stop for more than 30 minutes don't you get arrested I could possibly by Dave Gilmore because I, I, I did spend a lot of time I had always waved to Dave um, I you know and it's the amazing thing is that I don't think there was anyone on the river as much as me and I think um, I may overdone the waving I can just picture you now on the is it called a bow of the of the boat? Is that the bow at the front? Well, normally it's the stern. You, you the stern is yeah, at the front. Yeah. Where's the bow? No, no, no. Well, it depends what the front is. Which which is the front are you talking about? Well, Do you mean it's the, obviously the front, the bit the front. of the front? Well, the, the, and you're the going thing forward, is, the front bit. The, oh, that 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 hits the water first. I think that the, the, the you're, you're talking about the bow. Yes. The bow. Oh, is the bow the bottom bit then? Where the bottom no. of the front? No, no. The bow is 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 the point where it it uh, it is the well, it's obviously the opposite to the stern. Which is the back. Which is the way you would normally steer a... a Hold on. Unless, of course, you've got a bigger boat, a which Hold is... A boat? Yes, boat. Front, back, left, right. Would you like to draw a picture? And I'll, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll it's not going to be very good for the... But let's, let's, vi- well, let's visually <clears throat> do this. Yeah. Let's, let's go, so... Can you see that? You see that visually? Yes, I can. It? But I don't well, even the need to the front and bit. That's, yeah, okay. that's the stern. Pointy bit. That's right. Front stern. No, f- pointy bit. Front bow. Flat back bit. They're not always pointy. Stern. Not all bows are pointy. All right. The front then. Surely. And sometimes the, f- the sterns go beautifully into a nice point. You know, it can be very misleading. Um, and of course, you've got then you've got what? you've got the hull of the boat. Okay. Which is, I think you were the hull. The hull, of course, is the yeah. main whole bit of it. That's not so my biggest concern. What yeah. about <clears throat> port and starboard? Now I know that it's to do with port out, starboard port. home. Starboard. So which port is left, right, right? It depends which way you're going. No. Well, if you're facing the bow, then your no. port is on your left. You're facing the bow. You're facing forward, like most people do. Facing forward, port is left. Is that right? That's correct. Starboard is right. Right, correct. Okay. Port left, starboard right. Port out, starboard, starboard home. home. And isn't my boat posh? Your boat is very posh. <laughs> you actually have never been on the boat, have you? Um, 
I think I did. I think did I, I stood on it briefly when you, yeah, you were in Oxford somewhere at some point, and oh. I did jump. I did jump on. You've never came back though. No, well, I had a look inside, but it was getting a bit crowded. There were it a lot is. of people there at the time. It was quite. <laughs> well, you might have. A, I have an open boat policy. Because um, the door doesn't shut. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you know, it's like that's that's the beauty of this thing. You know, you can you can have all your windows, your everything open, and no one goes near it. Well, no, because no, anything of any value is here. You've got it all stored at my house. I haven't got anything of any value. Well, I've got nothing well, of any value. I don't want anything of any value. Anything that I value is yours. Um, I don't. I don't wish to own anything that anyone's ever going to get jealous of. Give us those that shoes way. back, will you? Oh, but these are yours. Are they, they're, they're ten issues. and a half. They are. They are. That's they're really try, nice. I really them. like them. I mean, I love everything. Oh, that's horrible. Giving. Warm shoes. Putting putting somebody's warm shoes that's on with bare nice. feet. That's no. It's wrong. It's like sitting on a warm seat. That's oh, a lovely that's horrible. thing. Horrible. It's a lovely thing. What about all right, public toilet? To you go in and go. You, you know, at an airport or something. I actually really I like. I hate that. A warm I love seat it. at an airport. Oh, a toilet at an airport. Toilet seat. Horrible. Oh, that's only because you don't have a toilet. At your I'm boat. celebrating three years with no toilet. With no toilet, twenty years without TV, three years no toilet. I, do you know what? I went to, <laughs> what a celebration we're gonna. When have. I went to Grassport, when I went to Grassport, we 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 stayed in this in this in this um this 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 kind of wooden structure in the woods, you know, and they had my dream toilet. Which oh, I'm guessing. Hole in the ground, composty well, thing. It, no, it was beautifully. It was like a. It was obviously outside. Yeah, it was. A, it was a. Yeah, like a, you know, a compost kind of thing. We put a bit of sawdust on and you know, let it all break down naturally. Mm. You know, then you can use it. You know, yeah. A oh, dream. One day, absolutely open as well. What's how nice is that to be? So I thought the story the, was going somewhere. Is you just t- saying you liked the toilet? Well, I'm not somebody. I'm not somebody. I don't kind of get jealous of people. Jealousy is something I don't really have. But for one second there, I thought, oh, I wish this toilet was mine. <laughs> I'm going to take that home. Yeah. Can you have a toilet on a boat? Like, that? you can't just dump into the water, can you? You have to have, like, a... No, no you can't put anything in the Thames. No, which is ironic, really, considering it's, it's like, so yeah. full of crap already. I mean, I always find it a bit... I mean, you shouldn't really... I kind of think you should, shouldn't really put anything in the Thames. But, you know, fluids... You know, I mean... When I watch what the cows do in the flipping Thames, mm, fluids, d- fluids, it tends to be pretty acceptable. Mm. Um, anything mm. more serious than that, you really have to take responsibility for. Yeah. And there's, and there's, you know, I mean, it's a bit like killing something. There's never an easy way. Um, it's never straightforward. People think it's straightforward, but it's not as straightforward as you think, because there's no real ideal way of disposing of things. You know. Um, I hope. I hope I, to God you are talking about animals and not people, because this is going to be what? pretty weird. No, no, I'm talking about the toilet. When you have to go to the toilet, when you're disposing of, of your... Of oh, your... God, for a minute I thought you were talking about... <laughs> I thought this was going to be the, the coming out of the serial killer, Mr Wilson. Oh, well, know, not as in coming out, but... It was... Uh, this is... This is, and this is I actually had a, a dilemma, and I didn't... I, I haven't spoken about this, but I, I have, you know... Um, this is really this is um, not what I would choose to talk about, but I've always had a bit of a problem. I'm a meat eater, and I feel I have to be responsible. So I have killed things to eat, you know, and I have also 
Um, Killed thing sounds terrible, but it's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, let's be you honest. Know, let's be honest. As a, you're a vegetarian, and and I I I stand um, faulted as a human being because I feel it's unnecessary to eat meat. But I have on occasion had to um, sacrifice a life, you know, for 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 a meal, you know. And even like a, you know, I used to pull the pots by the you know by the coast, you know, and and have um you know sort of crabs and lobsters, you know, sort of three at a time in the pot and that kind of and that, you know or whether you're um you know ringing in the neck of a chicken or or a pheasant or you know or or a tax killing inspector. a deer <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, yeah this this is perhaps not podcast stuff really to be talking about <laughs> but still i'm going to be there the, yeah. the other day every now and again also I, I had a friend who who i was following one time and they ran over a deer you know oh. and it was obvious it's a huge deer but obviously had no movement it's in hind legs it obviously had a broken back was obviously heavily injured and was not going to make it mm. and everyone's like put it out of his misery put it out of his misery everyone's like put it out of his misery put it out of his misery. and yet no one will actually do anything you know and no. the one thing i always think is be quick quick you know yep. if you're going to do it do it you know, and so I went and I put it out of its misery. Mm. And I've got to say, I found that quite distressing, as I always have anything, even if it's, even if it's a, you know, I, I realise what I'm doing. You know. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, and one thing which is, this is my um, my serious side of this, is you realise actually how close it is to taking the life of a human being, as well. Right. Anyway, the other day, I was. <laughs> <laughs> The other day, I was, I was, I was by the river, and um, and uh, there was this beautiful little chick, and, you know, like little little chick. And there's there's nothing more upsetting than living on the river when you have these um these little you know ducks and and swans, you know, that 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 hatch around that time of year, and they go onto the river, and you you watch them, and and you you know you instantly fall in love with these little fluffy little things you know and then dogs come and they they play and they chuck them in the air and and you realize that just they're out of those you know you might you get know, three of ten eight chicks yeah. Is, yeah there's one one left following mum who might make it through you know <clears throat> and um the other day i was i was coming through a lock and then there was a, a little little duckling little sweetest little duckling on its own on its own yeah oh. And um, and it was just on its own. I thought, you know, thought nothing of it. Then realised it was not moving or making noise. But and so I went and I checked it, and it had been um, obviously attacked by a dog, mm. you know. And um, and it had been, uh, you know, again it had no movement, and it's you know like a you know sort of half its body. And then this lady came up, and she'd called the warden of the the area. And she came up and and the warden came and tried to put it, you know, in the water, you know, see if, and realised it, so it was actually paralysed, and mm. you know, and um, um, and then the lady said, look, we, you've got to put it out of its misery, and um, uh, you know, and the warden said, oh yes, we're put out, we've got to put it out of its misery, and um, and then uh, um, the warden said, well, I, I can't, you know, I can't do it. I said, I've run next to chickens, but I can't can't do this and then the lady said oh, i can't do it you know and and then i was there obviously and i i said well i said you know i said uh, i'm going to kill both of you yeah <laughs> no, you know but i i think well you know you can't say put out some misery and not do it i mean it's no. a horrible thing to do and um you didn't drown it did you 
No, no, you don't yeah. drown. No, you can't drown. That's a horrible way. I, <laughs> I know I've nearly drowned, and I can't think of a worse <laughs> way of And um, and uh, yeah, no, I didn't. No, I actually um, um, no, I, 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 I said to the warden, I said, Are "You sure you think we should?" We should do this, or you know, you know. It's kind of choking you up, isn't it? I it can, is, no, I can see, really I can see. <laughs> I find it really tricky. Yeah. I find it really tricky. And this lady is like, she was, she was like, yes, 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 must do it. You know, you must do it. And so I just, that's it. And it, and Damien there was doing the action, they of pulling were, a very small head off a small baby duck. They were a gasp. Were they? They were. Did they look at you and say, "Not shocked. that one. No, that one's fine. It's the one over here that's." They were shocked. I guarantee they will never, ever, ever talk to me again. Or eat duck. <laughs> and you know what? I had such a problem because it's such a lovely little, little, you know, creation, you know. Well, next week on Nature Watch, Damien and I will be talking about killing time. <laughs> Actually, Nick, what we should do is move swiftly on. That has actually really upset me, yeah. isn't it? Well, why don't it we makes take me feel little... like I feel like talking about the swan because that was a trouble as well. When I, when I let's pick the swan story up, and in the next podcast, and also talk about serial killers. Goodbye. <laughs>